Guess who's back? Back again. Whitney's back. Tell a friend. Ciao, y'all. I'm back from Italy, and I couldn't wait to sit down with Courtney and Mama Ashley to recap the trip and hear what's been shaken with my two favorite gals. I fill everyone in on my trip to Italy filled with fantastico food and some badass Italian women. Court had a revelation after hosting her Yom Kippur breakfast, and after a recent incident at her daughter's junior high, she has sworn off making turkey sandwiches for school lunches from now on. A big congratulations are in order for Mama Ashley as she recently welcomed a new daughter into her home. Have I been replaced after being gone for too long? Listen and find out. Bon appetito! Grab your fork and grab your knife Morning, afternoon and night Mama's recipe and mine We're about to have a good time Hey sis, eat this Hey sis, eat this Woohoo! Yep! Well, hey sis. Hey sis. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Como stai? Muy bien. Gracias. You stay. <laughs> no, you say molto bene. I think you're in the wrong country, Courtney. I know. Hi, Mama. Hi. Hi, Mama. How you doing? So good. I'm I'm arrested. I had an amazing vacation, a trip of a lifetime, and I'm ready to get back to work. Gosh, are you so jet lagged though? No, I'm really not actually. We've been staying up, like making ourselves stay up. And then, you know, but we the problem is, is we wake up at like six o'clock in the morning, but then I make myself go back to bed. That's when I wake up. <laughs> That's when I have to wake up. Listen, this is early for me, this 11 o'clock. <laughs> 11 o'clock? Well, I get up and go to Cooper and work out, but, you know, I don't always have to do that. And sometimes I don't get there till 10 or 1030. Yeah, you like to sleep in. Me too. But that hasn't been happening yet. But I'm actually okay with it because I feel like I'm getting a lot done getting up early. Yeah, it's very good. to The early bird gets the worm. Whitney, yeah. I feel like we need to get some like hair extensions or something because we look bald when we record on this uh, <laughs> with our, I don't know. I was thinking maybe of just putting on this wig. Well, oh my gosh. Oh no. Oh boy. Oh, that's really pretty, Courtney. Okay, what is that wig from? Why do you have that wig? Well, I didn't know Andy Warhol was joining us today. <laughs> Actually, this wig is one of Reagan's wigs. And um, I, we were playing wigs the other day and I put it on and she was like, oh, you've got the Karen wig on. And I was like, what? And she's like, that's the Karen wig. That's what oh Karen's look like with this wig. That is hilarious. But see what I mean? It kind of fills us out a little more when we have, you know... I look about 80 years. I look like Joan Rivers. I'm, I've, I've embodied Joan Rivers now. But anyway, I thought it's better yeah. than more hair. <laughs> okay, I'll take well, it off. I've got some wigs that we could play with too. My Barbie wig. Yes, that'd be more attractive. I had the no lady wig, the gray one, my queen wig. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we should show up with wigs on. Well, my hair is pulled back because I'm going to have my bleach put on today. Oh. I have to have my color done today, so I... Uh, You're getting your bleach opium fill, huh? Yeah, I'm getting my getting my fix, so I've got to go do that at one. Well, my hair's pulled back because my hair's dirty AF, that's why. 
Well, mine's dirty too, but it's going to get washed after bleach. Yeah. Cut and color. I'm just saying I need a little teasing or a little volume before I get on these Zooms where we're recording. I always do. Well, maybe we shouldn't do them when our hair's dirty. Well, <laughs> that gives me very few days a week that we can actually do it. <laughs> me too. Well, maybe we should kick off this podcast with like Julia Martin does on her Dream Your Life podcast, where we have like a moment of gratitude. Since we haven't been back together, we should go around and say what we're grateful for, perhaps. Okay, you kick it off. Yeah, well, go ahead. I'm, I mean, I'm grateful that we are all back together recording because it's been a while. And I'm grateful that Whitney, I have gratitude that Whitney's back in town because I missed her and missed our little 24-7 phone zoom texting connection <laughs> i felt like a limb had been lost i know it's like the longest we've ever gone i mean i it's like we have so much to recap because i feel like you've been gone for so long but i, I was just going to mention that i'm really grateful uh, i was thinking about it this morning that i'm coming to dallas next week so i can get my queso fixed oh boy yeah yeah yes have my, i'm so excited have my for you to come it's like the perfect timing i'm grateful that whitney is home and i'm grateful that you're coming and I'm grateful every day that I wake up. I love that. Yes, you should be. That's a lovely sentiment. I'm grateful for mama coming and filling up my pool every day. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I know I took care of that house, I'll tell you. And to take in the packages that they order while they're out of town. And their <laughs> alarm is all screwed up. And then, you know, every day, because it was, I don't know why, but it was kind of hot and and the water kept going down. So, yeah, it's been a lot of time. You don't well, know why. Get, you live in Texas. That's but why it's hot. not. It, but it's not as hot as it was earlier in the summer. It's only like in the 90s, which is no big deal. Oh, but, whew, what a what, what a it's freezing. The 90s. It is. It is. Get, <laughs> get your coat out. We got a cool front. Well, I appreciate you, mommy. And thank you for looking after our house. You're welcome, Whitney. Well, then, since we're talking about Italian stuff, Whit, get into it. Oh, it was truly a trip of a lifetime. It was so wonderful. We did Capri. We are in Florence. We are in like Tuscany and Montalcino. And it was just amazing. And we had the best time ever. I would say that one of the things Lance and I were discussing is, you know, you think of Italy as just, you know, pasta and pizza and all this, but our Italian friend, Daniele, who we've talked about, had said that there's so much fish in Italy. It's just so delicious. And we really found that to be true. So I think there's this American misconception of it's just pizza and pasta. And there's just so much more than that. And it was amazing. I mean, there was not one bad meal. Yeah. It was truly a tour of food. And we had so much amazing food. So much so that, you know how I do like my little dance when I eat something delicious and I'm like mm -hmm. well, the yummy dance yes so Lance has made up a new one for mm. himself mm. and he hilarious with <laughs> I showed mom the video we'll have to post it but basically he'll eat something and then he pretends to buckle himself in because he's about to go on a wild ride of taste and flavors as in as in buckle up this is delicious this is going to be good oh I like that <laughs> yeah that makes sense well, what's not to love? Every trip to Italy is a trip of a lifetime. True. You know, there's nothing bad about Italy. 
people are wonderful. The food is wonderful. The wine is wonderful. Yeah. If you're really Italian or you're a, what was it? What do they call it? Italianophile? What would the name be for? <laughs> Someone who loves just Italian. <laughs> or a lover of all things Italian. You would know that fish does play a big part in their culinary right. um their culinary history and traditions because there's the feast of the seven fishes mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve. But I'd also like to point out that the beef and especially mm -hmm. Florence, they're known for their Florentine beef. And whenever we're in Italy, we eat so much steak because it's yeah. so delicious. They are in grass fed and well, they had those great big white cows that are only known to Italy. And they're, you know, that's where they get that wonderful beef. Yes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we definitely partook in that. And the mm -hmm. other thing that we talked about on our trip is we've been saying that it's a tomato girl summer for mm -hmm. us. But Lance said that he's going to say it was a zucchini boy summer for him. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had a lot of zucchini while he was there. Tons. Stuffed zucchini, grilled zucchini. It was just delicious. Spaghetti Nerano. Oh, yes. We went to Nerano. We actually went to Nerano. Were there zucchinis everywhere? We were on the boat that day. So we just pulled into the little beach restaurant. So I didn't really see the landscape so much, but they did serve us pasta Nerano, which is zucchini pasta. And it was fabulous. Right. Isn't it truffle hunting season over there too? Yes. So you sent us to that restaurant mm -hmm. in Florence. In Florence. It's kind of above the city. It's at. Villa La Fontanelle. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. And they had mm. a white truffle pasta that was oh. a total panty dropper. Oh, my God. They didn't have that mm. when I was there over the summer or I would have ordered it. Oh, my God. It was delicious. That restaurant was amazing. Highly recommend it. I know. And it's the most beautiful restaurant that you've ever been to. It was wonderful. Um, the other highlight, too, is that Gucci has a restaurant in Florence, right where we were staying. So bougie. I know. Um, and I'd read about it and you're like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's kind of, you know, cheesy. It, it was incredible. I'm sure it was beautiful. Oh my God. It was beautiful. The service was impeccable. Like they come sit down your meal at the same time. They have two people like put it down together. It was like very fancy. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh. It was one of the best meals we had. And the highlight of that meal was they had a cannoli, a savory mm -hmm. cannoli. Ooh. So they take the cannoli shell and it's mm -hmm. a savory one. And instead of putting, you know, the sweet ricotta cream, they put mm -hmm. in a beef ragu. Ooh. It sounds delicious. And then oh they put God. a savory ricotta on each side. Like okay. to stuff it. And then they put oh the pistachios on it and they put a little piece of lemon zest on the end. Oh, you guys, it, it was mean. insane. Well, you know what we're going to do is we're going to call up Susan Sarich, who was talking yes. about her cannoli recipe from her grandmother's. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have to cook with her and make the savory cannoli because it yeah. was just incredible. Well, you've got that little fryer down there at your house that we could fry Yeah, them we on. can fry them up. Yeah, right. So get the recipe and we'll do it. <laughs> okay. 
Let's do it. Speaking of ragus, I had a ragu myself when I while you were away, I went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Right. And it was really fun. And I ate all sorts of game. I had elk filet, which was unbelievable. Wow. And all my friends ordered. It was a girl's trip. Um, it was at the Cowboy Bar. They have this really cool downstairs restaurant um, downstairs from the country dancing upstairs. Mm. And I decided I would go with the elk filet mm-hmm. and everybody else went with some sort of beef mm-hmm. dish and they didn't like it. And they were all eating my elk because it was so <laughs> good. <laughs> when in Jackson Hole, go with the wild game. Was it gamey? Not, you know what? A teens, but I'm not like a big, I don't, and I'm sensitive to games. So I, and I loved it. It was really peppery and salty mm. and it was so good and perfectly cooked, um, medium rare. And then I also had bison bolognese or a bison ragu mm. at an Italian restaurant called Glorietta, which was just an incredible restaurant, um, Italian restaurant in Jackson Hole. So um, I went after it with uh, getting kind of crazy. You got your game on. I got my game on. Yeah, I got game. Mm-hmm. Lance always makes his chili with bison and it's delicious. I, I, I like bison. But while y'all were having such a wonderful time on your wonderful trips, I've been home taking care of Whitney's house, getting a new dog, and making and making sloppy Joe for Dwight. <laughs> sloppy Joe's. Mm-hmm. What recipe did you use my, for my, your sloppy my Joe's? mother's, which is the mm-hmm. best in the world? It's really and good. It, it is delicious. What's in it? It has ground beef and it has onions, green peppers. Uh, ketchup, mustard, sugar, um, vinegar, and ground cloves. And I know that sounds really weird, but ground cloves really give it this amazing flavor. And mm-hmm. it's really delicious. Mm-hmm. And so we eat that on we eat it on hamburger buns and it's really good. And I always make it in the fall. In fact, I used to make it when y'all on Halloween, when y'all mm-hmm. were little. Mm. Y'all go trick-or-treating and then we'd have sloppy joes when you came home. I have no recollection of that. Really? I made Mm. it every Halloween. You were probably too busy eating candy. (laughs) Sure, I don't remember that. Did your mom mom make sloppy joes on Halloween? No, she did. But she'd make it, you know, during the winter and stuff. It's kind of a wintry, you know, fall wintry recipe it's really good yeah. instead of if you don't want a hamburger then it's really good well let's do that this halloween okay i just made some though <laughs> well but by the time by the end of the month i guess we could have some yeah more. yeah we could have some i asked vivi what she wanted me to make for our halloween our annual halloween party as we like to call it heroin yeah. um, <laughs> and um she uh, said, well, you, everybody loves your chili, mommy. So just make the chili. So I'm going to mm-hmm. make, I usually make like three different kinds of chili, like a turkey, yeah. a chicken and a beef. Mm-hmm. And so we'll do that. All right. But, well, also, Courtney, I was going to tell you, your mother-in-law sent me a text that <clears throat> your food was amazing on your oh, yeah. the breakfast. Well, and 
It was delicious in that she said, and I'm turning it all over to her from now on. Uh, (laughs) Right. Well, I did want to talk about that because we did host about 25 people for Yom Kippur, which um, the dinner is called, you you eat it after sundown, after a whole day of fasting, and it's called break fast, like breakfast, but you're breaking the fast and it's your first meal of the day. So in my family, in my husband's family, they traditionally serve like brunch foods Mm because it'd be your first meal of the day. So we had um, family family over. We had some friends with this whole group of people that we, our kids all went to preschool together. And so we do a lot of Jewish holidays together, this group, and it's so much fun. Um, And they're wild. They're they're a crazy group. And so they all came over and I, but here's my thing. I mean, I cooked all day for days, three days leading up to this whole thing. And I Mm -hmm. did casseroles and I did quiches and I did everything. I did big platters of deli meats and and bagels and breads and um, smoked fish. People in California, they just don't eat carbs. I had <laughs> so many bagels and, and so much and so many loaves of bread left over, but mm-hmm. the meat trays and the fish trays were completely annihilated, you know, in the in the cheese. That's all gone. And then the quiches, thank God, I had the wherewithal to make crustless quiches. I made them mm-hmm. with, and they were incredible, like a broccoli shallot and a mushroom leek. Mm. We did these, Vivi helped me, we made crustless quiches. And you, you, listen, you're not scrimping on the calories. They're filled with ha- right. half Cream and half and, and cheese. And cheese yeah. right. and, yeah. <laughs> All the I mean, they're stuff. delicious. They're, you, know, you don't miss the crust because they're so rich. They're keto. Yeah, they're keto. But what they, what I did spend a keto. lot of time, they are. I mean, I'm sure, I don't I know. Know what keto really is, but they what I did spend a lot of time making was this Italian strada, which was Mm. um, sauteed spinach and onions, and then you take, um, you know, eggs and cream and Gruyere cheese. And you and you layer it with Italian bread. So I got that really mm. yummy base cities, crusty bread, mm-hmm. Italian bread. I broke off. I mean, it took me forever. All of the little pieces of gorgeous Italian loaf bread. And then you layer it with the spinach, the bread, the cheese and eggs or the cheese mm-hmm. like a lasagna. And then mm-hmm. you pour the egg mixture on top. I made two of those because I was like, oh, this is going to be the hit literally i think one piece somebody ate no. one piece and that was probably me yes and i had two huge casseroles left because it had bread in it yes bread everywhere but like i was so sad because i had bags of bagels and two huge bread casseroles left over you could freeze the bagels yeah or I know. you could make croutons with them next year i'm just going to do an atkins breakfast <laughs> a keto atkins breakfast I, that's right i was going to say that's keto just do a dilly plate and just put out the yeah. meat. <laughs> the, the dilly platter was popular, though, because my friend Doreen, who makes the bone broth for us, mm. make, made these beautiful platters. I bought her all the stuff and she put together and it was very pleasing to the eye. So we'll post all my pictures. Yeah, I want to see pictures of that because I want to see a, a pretty dilly plate. <laughs> well, m- take those bagels and make croutons and you can put them in. I, that's what I do and put them in baggies and put them in the freezer. Yeah. I've never made bagel croutons before. Well, I've never made bagel croutons, but any kind of, you know, bread I have left over or, yeah. um, you know, baguette or whatever, if we don't eat it, then you just chop it up and make a make. I have been craving croutons. bagels since I got back from Italy. No, well, then maybe you should go get one. Because <laughs> you know, there's plenty of places to get them. Yeah, but Shug's is the best in Dallas. 
my friend Jillian was at the party and her son, I'm like, where's Franklin? Like her cute little 10 year old son who is this like wild blonde haired, like maniac. He's just Mm -hmm. the cutest thing. And he's always been just funny, you know, Mm -hmm. and he comes in the house. I'm like, Franklin, how are you? What's going on? He's like, been at magic mountain all day. Can I get in your jacuzzi? My back is killing me from the roller coasters. (laughs) 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 like he was late to the party I guess his parents weren't too strict about him going to temple I guess and I said sure I'm like it's not heated I don't care so I I, he got in there and this and and it wasn't (laughs) freezing yes I mean I turned it on but it couldn't have been more you know it was like 10 minutes later he was in there by himself and we we got out I go Franklin you feeling better he's like oh yeah I really needed that Oh my God. <laughs> it's so cute. That is hilarious. So I think he's heard that from his parents before. My back is killing me. I need to get in the jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are so unorthodox. It's so funny because I was on a text chain and you know, everybody's supposed to be fasting that day. Mm-hmm. And I, I I can't fast on, on Yom Kippur because I'm cooking so much. I got to taste what's happening yeah. all day long. Right. Yeah, so, that would be just cruel. But one of our friends... Yeah preschool friends on the text chain text and she says I am so hungry and now I have to make cookies to take over to Courtney's and and I'm I'm gonna have to eat the cookies I'm I'm dying and my friend chimes in I've already had a burrito and we were like whoa man that's aggressive that is aggressive <laughs> I just almost bit my tea out <laughs> I know well my, well, my friend Lori responds Jesus Lord Jillian and then she's like I know but I was so hungry and fasting is hard it's really hard it I is can't i can't do it i can't either i i i just i'm so i mean listen whatever makes you feel closer to the spirit it's it's up to you but if if eating a burrito makes you feel close then do it i just say whatever it is that makes you happy there is no judgment in my home so i you don't have to have fasted to come and celebrate the holiday with us come yeah. one come all all is welcome and I don't fast either. I mean, food is a religion to me. So it is to me. Yeah, too. no kidding. And a dirty martini. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Being at the table, serving your friends and family that it's community. God wants me nourishing my body all day long, you know? So. Right. Yes. Oh, man. It was funny. We had a good time, though. That's good. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. It's nice to have this group of people that we have consistently, you know, been friends with throughout the years and do the mm-hmm. holidays with. And it's it makes it all so special. That is. That's awesome. What other highlights from Italy, Whitney, do you want to talk about? So one of the highlights was the amazing Italian women that I came across. Yeah. We had dinner one night and the sommelier was suggesting a wine and she said, oh, well, this one is... Uh, local here in Multicino. It's a Brunello and it's run by a female owner. I said, we'll take it. Mm -hmm. We (laughs) went to go do a tasting there. It was not far from where we were staying. A female owned vineyard? A female owned vineyard. And she has the most incredible story. It's called Col di Lamo is the name of the wine. The gal that was giving us the tour was just awesome. And she kind of got into the story of Gianna is her name, the the owner. And she said that she was married. She had a young daughter. And at 40 years old, she got a divorce from her husband and also was a part of this big family that was 
um, wine owners in Multicino and they had a lot of vineyards. And when her father passed or got out of the wine business, he left it only to the son, not to Gianna. And she was like, this isn't right. Not cool. Not cool. Like this is my family business. They're still very wrapped up in the patriarchy in Italy. Totally. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So she went ahead and fought her family on it and got her share of the land and didn't speak to her family for years. So she's gotten a divorce, single mom, starting mm-hmm. her own vineyard, and she did it. And it, it, she's such a badass. And so, I mean, I have chills right now. And amazing. was telling Beatrice, the gal that was giving us the tour, started telling us all about this. And I just started crying. I just said, this is just such a wonderful story and I'm so proud of this woman and Mm -hmm. and she's a firecracker she came and sat down with us and she I said listen I am so in awe of you and I just really really want to thank you for pursuing this I was in love with her and she loved us and she came by and gave us a wine opener and a little purse holder and Mm. and she was just so cute (laughs) Did you say my mom got divorced and started her own company and look at all these things that happen when women take control of their mm-hmm. lives? I did. I told her that I told her our story and she loved every minute of it. And it was oh, just a really it. bonding moment with this woman that I just think is just total badass. And well, shout it out to her. Yes. And her daughter is a part of the business as well. She has since repaired her relationship with her family. And we told her where we were staying. And she said, ah, that's my brother's place. (laughs) Oh, how funny. And then the other amazing female powerhouse story was this restaurant in Multicino called Bocan Divino. And it was started by a husband and wife. And now their daughters run it. So one of the daughters, Alessandra, is the chef. And then Marina, the other sister, is front of house. Mm-hmm. Wow. It is a whole family affair in this restaurant. It's a Michelin star restaurant. Wow. And we get there and the daughter of the chef is our server. And then oh my husband, gosh. the fun. sommelier. Oh. The food is incredible. I had a, almost like a truffle panna cotta. Mm-hmm. Savory. Oh, it was to die for. But it was just such a sweet family. And mm. you just felt like you were in someone's home. Yeah, the the Italians are very family oriented. I mean, you know, they're very tight, very close. Yeah. It was just wonderful. And so, at the end of the night, I um was going to the bathroom and I talked to the daughter. I said, "I would really love to meet your mother," and she said, "Oh, she's sitting right there." And and I went up to her and I said, "I just wanted to thank you for this incredible meal, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. feel the love of your family in here and." Mm-hmm. It radiates throughout your restaurant. And this is such a special place. And I feel very privileged and blessed mm. to be here. And she's like, it's oh, awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really, really wonderful. And it made me super happy to see all of these incredible Italian women paving their way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No. So yeah. it's awesome. That's great. great. But I do have a absolutely not slash I've had it. Mm-hmm. And going back to the patriarchal thing is when we were in Italy, obviously we drank mm-hmm. a ton of wine and we'd order a bottle, mm-hmm. whether it was me ordering it or Lance, 
they'd mm-hmm. always give the taste to him first. Ugh, so wrong. <laughs> to him? Yes. God. And I was yeah. so pissed about it. And I told him, you know, I went on a rant one night, of course. And he was like, from then on, he was like, she'll taste it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's afraid of you. <laughs> I will say at Boca and Divino, the sommelier, who was the husband of the chef, he mm-hmm. gave me the first taste. It was the one time we went where somebody gave me the wine first. And I was like, well, he has a daughter. His wife's the chef. Like his sister-in-law is the front of house. He's mm-hmm. been he conditioned now to know what's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's been trained. He's been yeah. trained. Yes, that's great. You have Aww. to train him, you know. <laughs> that's some special stuff. That's great, Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hear about my dog? Oh, well, I was about to say we have a new baby in the house. Yes, we, we have do. a new baby in the family. Yes. Her name is Lucy mm-hmm. and she's eight and a half years old. So kind of you. Can I just say how kind that is of you that you adopt these older dogs that need homes? Well, I would never get it. Well, first of all, I don't want another puppy. We've had so many and, you know, yeah. they're terrorists yes. until they get to be about four or five. And she is so well-mannered and she shakes and she just loves you and she just wants you to pet her all the time. The only thing she does that really keeps us laughing so much is she steals our shoes. <laughs> she goes in if they're if they're laying around in the floor. She goes in and gets them, and she doesn't chew them. She just brings them and puts them in the den. That so is so funny. Shoes all over our den. Maybe she's trying to tell y'all not to be such slobs, and so she's like, <laughs> "Pick up your damn shoes, you slobby people." Well, she does look in my shoe. You know, I have all those shoe shelves, and she kind of looks at them, but she hasn't taken <laughs> any out of there yet. She just picks up the ones on the floor. But um, it, we just laugh about it. And the other day, she came way back here in the closet and got one of Dwight's loafers. You know, and they're not—they're <laughs> kind of heavy. <laughs> she brought Gosh. it out to him. Dwight picked us up from the airport, and he was filling us go, in. I've got to go plug in my computer. I'll be right back. It's okay. Oh, got to go out. You had a flow going. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, okay. Flow, but no. might go, it might go out. No, so just go, go get your computer. I'll be right back. Is this funny? No. But it's okay. We'll see. We'll just keep going. I'm hungry. Now I want a bagel. Sorry, but this computer's old, and Whitney left it on earlier. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mama. It's all your fault. I know. Always is. Always. So Dwight picked us up from the airport and he was saying about Lucy taking the shoes. He said, Lucy really goes after mama's shoes and not his. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, maybe yours are just too stinky, Dwight. Yeah, (laughs) they probably are. His tennis shoes are for sure. She's so sweet. Oh, yeah. You met her, Whitney. How is yes. she? You, she's yes. amazing. I'm so oh. happy to have a dog back on back the, in block the family because yeah. we've been missing that. Oh. How are my babies up, up there in L.A.? Your babies? Well, your junior high baby <laughs> uh, and almost junior high. But we always uh, we still call we still call them the babies. We know. They're doing great. They're doing amazing. 
Um, but we're, you know, we're sort of learning the ropes of junior high, Reagan, mm-hmm. um, her first mm-hmm. year. And this is kind of, this is funny. And I felt sort of bad about this, but see, I'm learning that I need to break away a little bit and I need to not be such a helicopter mom. And uh, so like that first week of school, I was trying to send her with a lunch. And mm-hmm. even though they have like a little card and they can go to the cafeteria. And so she's like, I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm like, okay, but I have this beautiful, I just made you a beautiful <laughs> turkey sandwich. And I put it in her lunchbox or I put it in her backpack and send her off with it. I'm like, if you don't want it, just throw it out anyway. So she, she uh, comes home and I said, I was cleaning out her lunchbox. I said, well, did you eat the turkey sandwich? Because no, I left it in my locker. I said, well, you got to get that out of your locker. (laughs) And she said, she was like, all right, I'll throw it out. Well, she gets COVID. Okay. And she's not at school Uh for like a week and a half. Oh my God. I go into her room the other day and she's like really upset. And I go, what? And she's like, that turkey sandwich you gave me, I left it. I left it in my locker. And the whole locker area smells like farts. And all the kids are walking by and they're like, oh, it smells like farts. What smells so bad? And she's like, it's me, mom. I'm the girl with the stinky locker and it's all your fault. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, you need to get that out of there. She's like, I did. I finally threw it away, but still smells she needs some room for fresher <laughs> well we put this i know i'm just gonna send her with dryer sheets to put in there yes. but we put this stupid locker wallpaper this magnetic wallpaper that you can get on amazon on your locker yeah. it's so cute and i'm like take the wallpaper down it's absorbed the smell and she's like i don't want to i'm like it's never gonna clear up if you don't <laughs> The fact that she's like, oh, everybody's walking by holding their nose being like, oh, it smells like farts over here. And she's like, I'm the girl with the stinky locker. Is That's not so junior high. I mean, this is what like yeah. movies are made of, right? She tells me this and I just start, I look her in the face and I'm, I, I see the pain, but I couldn't help but just laugh. I started laughing and she's like, it's not funny. Why are you laughing? And I said, it, it, I said, it is funny. Okay. Bye mom. <laughs> I guess my I guess my story wasn't funny to you. Where did I she just go? Hilarious. I don't know. Lord, you don't just get up and leave in the middle of a podcast recording for crying out loud. All right, whatever. I'll finish telling you the story. <laughs> anyway, so I started laughing and and I she's like, Well, why is that so funny? And I go, Because this is what junior high books and films are made up, made right. from all of these things happen everybody has a stinky locker everybody has something that's like you're insecure about and i said this is just the beginning and you got to laugh about it and you got to roll with it and yeah. your locker's not going to smell bad forever but it was pretty funny oh, that um, is hilarious i know <laughs> but she's rolling with the punches and she's doing okay um making tons of friends Okay, so after the turkey sandwich incident, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. I'm not going to be up in your business making you lunch every day. Right. So I'll just let her use her card. So we get a report of what she eats at school because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like a breakdown of what she buys yeah. at the cafeteria. Yeah. Every single day for like eight days straight, Jason calls me up. He's like, do you realize that Reagan's had chicken fingers for 10 days straight? <laughs> every single thing, time she's... Um, bought something at the cafeteria it's been chicken fingers and I was like that's not good he's like that is not good and I was like we need to have variety in there like this is so bad so we sit her down and we're like 
Reagan, we get, we see what you can, what you're buying on your Eagle card at school for lunch every day. And you're having chicken fingers every single day. And she's like, but they're so good. I'm like, Reagan, you cannot have chicken fingers every single day. And she's like, I don't, I had a pop tart yesterday. I was like, oh my God. Like, okay, we got to go back to like, I go, you, I am going to start making you lunches every day until you, unless you add variety into your, um, your lunches. So she went to school yesterday or this week. She said she ordered lasagna or something Mm -hmm. and she said it was terrible, but I was eating it and my friends were all eating chicken fingers and and they (laughs) offered me a bite. And I said, no, my parents won't let me. I can't. And I, and they were like, come on, you can just have one bite. Your parents won't know. And she's like, no, I'm really, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And so, and then yesterday she told us that she had salmon, green beans, and mashed potatoes. So look at yeah, her. So she, I know what a good girl. What a good I would girl. Never have eaten salmon Ugh. at school. No, me either. Well, let me tell you this: when Whitney was in high school, I would ask her what she had for lunch, and she got a baked mm-hmm. potato and French fries. <laughs> right. That's what she ate almost every day, I think. Every and day. She turned out okay. And a butterfinger. Right. <laughs> right. So that's why I say leave her alone. You know, she'll get over it at some point. And if everybody yeah, else is, and you know what? The here's the other thing. Being in junior high school, she's mm-hmm. different. She's gonna be made fun of and all that kind of stuff. If her friends are all eating chicken fingers, ooh, let her eat the chicken fingers. Make her eat a decent dinner. I do, but you, you know. Okay, well this also scares me that her friends are peer pressuring her to take a bite of chicken (laughs) fingers because this is just foreshadowing to alcohol and drugs vaping for sure but stealing but but i would think that there's probably i i would rather them just peer pressure her with chicken fingers than the other stuff so i think there's other groups she could be a part of that they are maybe peer pressuring her with more but she's she does run with the sweet girl crowd so okay as long as it's just chicken fingers. Well, and look at how strong she is. She stood up to the chicken fingers and said, no, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. So we've taught her right. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, you know, like I said, if she start, you know, has to be a nerd and eat all this other stuff because you told her to, then they're going to make fun of her. If she's a nerd for eating salmon, I'm OK with that. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'll tell you what, I'm not I'm not giving her a turkey sandwich again. Oh, God, she cannot be trusted. Yeah. Like I said, Whitney lived on baked potatoes and French fries or tater tots for like four years. So, right. And she's okay. Well, is she okay? I don't know. I mean, there's some repercussions. Mentally, she's probably not okay. Physically, she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just you two talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to ask you girls about a trend that I've been seeing lately that I wonder if the Hey Sis, Dirty Sis Martini has anything to do with this. But all over Instagram and TikTok, I keep seeing this dirty martini dip. Have you seen it with like blue cheese and olives and okay, and cream cheese? I've seen it a lot. And Oh, it's just like, I never thought about, you never really heard much about blue cheese martinis before I would say, hey, sis, last January was launched. So I just Mm want to say, I think we're trendsetters, but I'm going to make it tonight. I'm having a happy hour tonight and I'm going to make it. And I have all the ingredients downstairs and I'm going to have, I'm going to make a dirty sis dip and I'm going to make a dirty sis martini 
and I'm going to be swollen as a Christmas goose tomorrow after all that salt, <laughs> yeah, but I don't care. Be. All right. Well, I'm starving and I need a bagel. Me too. Well, I know I hate to leave because I've got to go get this, you know, this hair done. Yeah. You got to get those roots taken care of. I've got to get the roots taken. Oh, I will tell you all this funny. One thing is um, when, is that, when I was at Queen Bee Salon and having my eyebrows done, which my eyebrows are very important to me. And I was having a little ball spot in one of them. And so <laughs> Abby told me to put castor oil on it, that it would grow hair. Okay. Really? Like, Are you kidding me? And she goes, no. And I actually asked, asked my hairdresser too. And she said, oh yeah, it'll grow hair. And I th- every night I take a little Q-tip and put castor oil on my eyebrows. And I will tell you, it has filled in like crazy. Ooh. Are you serious? Yes. I ha- also has started putting it right along here. And down my part because it's getting kind of bald. So, um, oh my god! And so I noticed the other day I have all these little strands that are sticking. New sprouts. Up. Yes. Okay. Oh I am buying some castor oil asap immediately. Yeah. I'm not kidding yeah. you. It, Me too. it really it does. And I was telling her the other day when I went and got my eyebrows done. She goes, I said, Oh my gosh, that castor oil really works. She goes, I told you it would. It's like a miracle. I'm telling you. How long did it take before you noticed? She told me it was going to take about three months, but it wasn't at all. It was more like three weeks at the most. Wow. Be careful where you put it. Yeah, no (laughs) kidding. No kidding. No kidding. Oh, my gosh. Well, it brings it back full circle. Maybe we don't need wigs. After all, we just need to rub castor (laughs) oil on them. We just need castor oil. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hilarious. I'm on that. I'm going to Ralph's in a minute to pick some up. There you go. You don't need a big bottle because it doesn't take much. Right. Okay. Yeah, don't buy a gallon or anything. <laughs> We're not going to go to Restaurant Depot and get a 10-gallon. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, I hope we have an episode out of this. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> well, you'll have to do a lot of editing. Well, we've been gone for two weeks, so we've been out a little out of practice. <laughs> All right, team. Okay. Love y'all. I got to okay. go. Love you. Love you. Love your show. Love you. Love your show. Love you. Love your shows. Ciao. Ciao. Rivederci. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already and feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter, at heysiseatthis.com.